0: You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys, Tim Takas, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takas McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready because aging starts now.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 70 of Aging Starts Now. I'm Barbara McGinnis, certified elder law attorney and partner here at Tecus McGinnis Elder Care Law. Today we're talking about respite care. Joining me today for the discussion is Sid Sadler, the volunteer coordinator for Tennessee Respite Coalition. Welcome, Sid.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm definitely excited to talk to you guys today about what we do uh, here here in Tennessee and in Sumner County.
1: Can you first share with our listeners what respite care is? Yeah,
2: so that's a good question because um, some people some people don't know what it is, and then some people think they do, and they might kind of have a just a. You know, half knowing definition of what respite is, but basically, we define respite as as a break. So that can come in many forms. It can come just as a couple of hours, um, a day, or, or even like a week or weekend. Um, but we we define it as a caregiver uh, receiving a break for themselves, um, so that they're able to. I like to say this so that they're able to recharge themselves.
1: Absolutely, that's so important when you're in it for the long haul as a caregiver.
2: <laughs> Definitely.
1: So what is Tennessee Respite Coalition?
2: So, uh, we, well, I always start off with what our mission is. So, it's to enhance the quality of life uh, for family caregivers through respite. I know we just talked about what respite is, um, and we offer a a couple of services. Um, One is education and outreach. So, kind of like what we're doing today, or when we go out and talk to different uh, communities or different uh, council meetings and educate people about what respite is and why respite is important and how they can use our services for respite. Um, And then we also also have a voucher program, uh, and that voucher program covers the whole state of Tennessee. Uh, so, really, the only uh, you know the only obligation that you need to have is you need to leave, live in the state of Tennessee and live with the person that you're caring for. And that voucher program uh, helps people uh, to pay for respite services. Um, So a lot of times people think it's too good to be true, but it's really not. You can call us and we can go through the application process. Um, So that's kind of the other aspect of what we do. And then we also have a senior companions program and a volunteer program. and. The Senior Companion Program aims at providing companionship uh, to people that are in, you know, long-term health facilities or, um, you know, different kind of healthcare facilities, or even at home. You know, for instance, if somebody's taking care of their loved one at home, um, we are able to send out a companion or a volunteer uh, to that location to provide some companionship, and then that also gives that caregiver some respite time for themselves uh, to, to recharge. Like I said earlier.
1: Yeah, just a rest. Um, I was thinking, are are you guys back fully operational now post COVID?
2: Yeah, we are. Um, you know, that's definitely been something that I think a lot of organizations have been talking about. Um, but we are fully functional now. Um, we, I know, you know, really, uh, when I started, I only started almost about three months ago. Um, we were just kind of starting back, um, and we have fully, you know, gone back. I've been able to see our our senior companions, or our senior volunteers in person now, uh, and they've enjoyed that too. Uh, and we've been able to go out in the community and and kind of reach the people that we weren't able to reach during COVID. Now we did still have operations during COVID. Um, Our companions were, thankfully we had the ability for our companions to still communicate to um, the the care recipients uh, virtually through, you know, FaceTime or other other means and ways, or even sometimes writing letters. A lot of them like to get letters too. So uh, we, we were still able to do that, thankfully, but I think a lot of people are starting to enjoy kind of getting back into the swing of things.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's just, you just never knew how much we missed that human interaction, right?
2: Definitely. Yes.
1: <laughs> so you, you spoke about reaching and touching people. Um, how do people reach out to you?
2: So we have a couple of different ways. We're very active on our on our social media. I actually run our social media for us, and and we definitely tried to because uh, a lot of people like I you know like you had mentioned with COVID, some people are still not getting out and about as much. So we try to make it as easy for people to reach out to us, whether uh, it's reaching out through uh, to us through social media. So that's our Instagram and our Facebook, and it's just Tennessee Respite Coalition. You'll see our logo with Tennessee Respite Coalition, and it'll be a teal logo. go on there Um, and then we also have my personal email and I deal with the volunteer program and that's uh, volunteer at tnrespite.org um, and then you can also call us. We're actually in the process of moving our office as well, um, but we still, and, and we're working from home part time as well, uh, but people are still able to call us and ask us questions regarding vouch- the voucher program uh, or the uh, senior companion or volunteer programs as well. Or sometimes we have people that call us and they just kind of want to be pointed in the right direction. Maybe our services aren't necessarily the ones that they're looking for, but they're still looking for services that fall under respite. And we're still able to help them and point them in the right direction.
1: So I'm wondering, is there, um, is, is this available to anyone or do you have certain income level criteria? Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you pick the people that you can take care of?
2: Yeah. So, um, that's a good question. Cause a lot, like, I know a lot of people, um, They'll assume that there's a lot of catches or there might – like what – how much do I have to make or do I have to do this or that? Um, For our voucher, for our vouchers that we uh, send out to people, the only qualifications that people have to have are they live in the state of Tennessee – um, and that they live with the individual that they're caring for. So, you know, a good example would be if a husband was living with a wife, let's say the husband, maybe the husband was either working part-time, full-time or retired It just, you know, everybody's got a different situation. Um, and they're looking for some funds that are available to help him either pay for respite services or something along those lines. They, uh, just have to reach out to us. And the application process is really simple. That was one of the first things that I asked our voucher Director to show me is kind of what that process looks like because I knew I'd be talking to people about it, um, mm-hmm. and it really is pretty straightforward. It's it's real. It's almost it's easier than a than a simple job application name, address, um, and we do ask what people are going to. Do with those funds, Um, you know. We can't. They have to be used for some type of respite. But there's a wide variety of different uh, categories that that falls under. Um, And then, as far as the volunteer program, uh, I'm really excited that we're we're starting a volunteer program in Sumner County. So that's why I was so excited to do the podcast and, and and really try to reach out to people in Sumner County. And for Sumner County, we are looking for individuals that are. 55 years of age and older, uh, and that they live in Sumner County. And we're looking for individuals that are probably going to be able to commit uh, two days out of the week um, to provide some a companionship to people that are needing respite. And the nice thing about this, too, is the individuals or the volunteers that we're look that we looking for in Sumner County, uh, we're not looking for people that have special qualifications or, you know, we're not asking people to do anything medical related um, with these individuals. We're really looking for somebody to maybe play some cards with them or maybe do a puzzle or go for a walk down the street. Or um, I just talked to somebody today who said that their loved one, for some reason, really loved watching Jerry Springer. So they want to watch Jerry Springer with other people. <laughs> um, so, but hey, and if that's what they like to do, then great. But they're looking, you know, we're looking for companionship. We're not necessarily looking for medical care. We're not putting volunteers out there for that aspect so that's you know I try to tell people you really don't have to have any um, special background to volunteer you just got to be 55 years of age and older uh, or older and live in Sumner County and be wanting to, to help people uh, in the county get people respite
1: when you say two days a week, you don't mean two eight-hour days.
2: No, no. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, I'm, I appreciate you pointing that out. So, no, um, we're talking, well, and the nice thing, too, so the Sumner County Volunteer Program, it's it's fairly new, and, and I'm the volunteer coordinator, so um, I, and, you know, what I envision it being is is three to four hours, two days out of the week, something like that, and enough for people, the people that I've spoken to that need Uh, companions, and I'm using companion and volunteer interchangeably, uh, that that need a companion. Uh, They really just need them so that they're able to go do bills or go, you know, do laundry or maybe go out and go to the grocery store. We're talking about tasks that, you know, I know I take for granted. um, But when you think about somebody who's caring for somebody full time, a loved one full time, and, you know, they might not be retired, they might still be working part time, or some people, they still work full time. So um, getting that at three to four hours, two days out of the week, that, that's a huge difference for, for a lot of these folks out here. So um, that's why I'm really trying to, to find people in Sumner County that are interested in, um, and this is, you know, giving back to their community. I think this is a great thing for people to, to be able to do where you don't have to have any special qualifications. You just have to, you know, be friendly and want to give back to the community.
1: Yeah. Is yeah. there any limit to how many respite hours you can receive Through the coalition program?
2: No, there's no limit. Um, We've had, so we do have, so. When I, when I break down our volunteer or our companion program, our companion programs ran in Davidson County and that's through, um, its own separate grant. And then we're starting one in Sumner County, but there is no, um, limit to uh, the amount of hours somebody can receive. We also have volunteers, uh, or companions in Nashville or in Davidson County, I should say, uh, that, uh, have two, uh. They, they they have two uh, care recipients that they visit each week because some of these people are retired and mm-hmm. they really love getting out there and 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 being with these people some of them visit two people so they'll have two days with you know uh, person XYZ and then two days with another person and that'll be four days out of the week and it really does actually provide um, it's kind of a kind of a rubber band effect you know they're providing a, a great um Service and a great uh, volunteer opportunity to these individuals that really do need respite. But this Mm -hmm. also gives people the opportunity if you are retired and you and I know like I'm the type of person I'm not close to retiring right now. I'm still pretty young, but um, I know that when I retire, I still want to be active in my community and still be able to do things. And I think this gives people a really great opportunity to do that.
1: Absolutely It sounds like a wonderful program So if someone was interested In being a volunteer Do they reach you the same way You just mentioned Like through the Facebook page or?
2: Yeah they can So they can reach me Through all different types of ways I, I try to make it as easy as I even have people text me But um, uh, you can email me Like I said with Volunteer at tnrespite.org uh, You can go through The Facebook page Or the Instagram page Either one um, you can call me and I can I, my number uh, just so people have it is 615219. 5379 and that's the number that you can reach me at and what it will do it'll prompt you to leave a voicemail but I check my voicemails every single day and I usually I've, I mean I have zero right now because I've responded to them all so um, don't, don't be hesitant just because you get a voicemail definitely leave me a voicemail and give me a, a contact number to reach you back at and really the process works is if you want to be a volunteer you contact me uh, we go through the application process um, now since COVID is kind of relaxing a little bit uh, I like to meet people in person if they're if they're okay, okay with that and uh, do the application process, uh, we do have a background check just to make sure everything is in order. And then after that, uh, we pair people with with uh, care recipients or caregivers that we think is going to be a good fit. So that's another important important point that I like to make. We don't just kind of blindly send people out to different uh, areas. We really do try to. Pick and choose and mix and match um, the best possible scenarios because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to tell somebody that needs respite like, hey, we have a volunteer for you, and then it doesn't work after two days. I mean, that's like a huge letdown for them, right. and it makes me feel like I'm not doing my job. So um, we definitely try to mix and match, and we try to make sure people are somewhat close to each other too. You know, we don't want to send somebody forty five minutes away. To to an individual, we try to kind of put them as close as possible. Obviously, there's some instances where it's just not possible, but we do try to maximize our our capabilities when we're mixing and matching people.
1: So, there's a lot of behind the scenes uh, work, but you try to make it easy for both your volunteers and your your users, your
2: caregivers. Yes. Caregivers, care recipients. Yeah. We try to make it, um, as easy as possible. Like I know a lot of people, you know, they might not use social media. So I tell them, well, they're more than welcome to call me or they're more than welcome to email me or some people only use social media and they don't even have an email or they don't like calling. So they're more than welcome to reach out through social media. And, um, it's definitely, it's, it's very rewarding to talk to people that, um, You know, they they really just need a little bit of a break in life. And, and, you know, that's what we're here to provide. We're we're here to provide that break or those resources or telling people how they can get resources Um, that, you know, that's what we strive to do.
1: I so appreciate you being on the call today, Sid. Before we wrap up, is there anything that we haven't mentioned about uh, Respite Coalition you want folks to know?
2: I think we covered everything. Uh, You know, I just want people to know that we are always actively looking to get people those vouchers that I talked about, and we're always actively looking for volunteers in Sumner County. So feel free to reach out in any way possible, and I am more than happy to talk to you about how we can get you volunteering.
1: Thanks. That's it for today's episodes. Thanks for listening. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm that helps families respond to the legal financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of
0: Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com document downloads the take us mcginnis blog educational videos informative articles helpful links a tv show and more it's all there free for the taking if you enjoy listening to the aging starts now podcast please subscribe rate the show or leave us a review it's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen we would love your feedback on the show. Aging starts now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness.